Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hey, it's Peppermint and you are listening to United Queendom Podcast uh, Ow! Oh my god! Smash game! Oh, I'm still... I'm still reeling from it. I mean, I, I think I'm annoying everyone by how much I'm talking about how amazing Snatch Game is now. People like you being over the top, you're taking it too far. But I don't <laughs> care. For me, this was not only one of the best episodes of Drag Race I've ever seen, it was one of the best hours of television I yeah. think I've seen. We're in the golden age of television. We Going are. to RuPaul. <laughs> well, she's big in her own trumpet there. But still, yeah, it was... Um, I just enjoyed it. I just watched it with just a big smile on my face. I usually watch the first episode and I'm making notes on my phone uh, to talk about on this very podcast. But I couldn't. I just had to watch it all the way through, just like soaking up the joy and then watch it again afterwards and make my notes. And then watch it a third time. I've watched it three times. And I got my life every single time. <laughs> Am I being over the top, Charlie? No, because this is like the iconic Drag Race episode. And I think because the British queens are known for comedy, mm-hmm. like this is the episode everyone's looking for. Oh, they're going to bring it. And they, they brung it. They brunged it. They brunged it. <laughs> Our English is so good. Well, ever since uh, Rue and Michelle started talking about Drag Race UK and they were talking about how much they loved it and how good it was going to be, they kept mentioning, you just wait for the Snatch Game. So they've been hyping this shit up for months and I just knew it was going to deliver. And it just absolutely did. But before we get fully on into the episode and me being sycophantic and overly enthusiastic mm-hmm. for a whole hour. Uh, let's just talk about Snatch Game in general for a bit. So are you generally a big fan of the Snatch? Well, <laughs> well obviously not oh. the Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> not the Snatch. Um, I, I am, because it separates the wheat from the chaff. It's that episode, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It's that episode where it's like, these are the comedy queens, these people have got wit. Yeah. Because that's what, well, maybe because I'm Have you got wit, tit? I've got wit, tit. That was a bit too much for me, that. That was. That line. (laughs) (laughs) Reel it in, bagger. Um, But yeah, because like, as British people, you want like, your drag queens to be witty and funny and got great comebacks. Yeah. And that's what the Snatch Game's about. I don't Mm. give a shit if you look like them. Do you know what I mean? It's even funny if you don't look like them. Yeah. yeah, and I know I love Snatch Game. Actually, I think I'd give a special shout out to season two Snatch Game Girls. Because I didn't oh, know it was coming, right? Because season one, the last season, never had a Snatch Game. So season two, it wasn't going to be a staple, but it was so well received, it became one. Yeah. So if you go and re- back and rewatch season two, they actually were unsure whether they were even meant to be funny. So some of them were taking it very seriously, like Morgan McMichael's doing her pink. Oh, that was bad. Terribly. She had the look down, but she was cringe. And then everyone underestimated Tatiana because she hadn't really prepared much of an outfit. And obviously she slayed with her she iconic slayed. lines like, what was it? I got lost. And <laughs> I like to play hide the pickle. I always win. <laughs> obviously I wouldn't have won because that was a terrible impression. But uh, yeah, Tatiana won the first ever Snatch Game. And then since then it's become a beloved uh, challenge that everyone looks forward to every year. I feel, and I don't know if you agree, that the, on the American show, the Snatch Game has maybe slightly got a bit weaker in the last few seasons. Oh, it's got so much weaker. A lot, yeah. So I was trying to be diplomatic. One, they to do other drag queens. Yes. Which is, I don't like. I don't like that. Two, they started like YouTube celebrities. It's like, who cares? Yeah, like Gigi Gorgeous. I and... just want, I want icons. 
I can't yeah. believe it. When was Liza? Season... Liza! That was a season nine. Alexis Michelle did her. Season, how did it take season nine to get to Liza? That is, and there's still so many characters that have not been done. No one's ever done Mariah Carey. She is referenced oh, a lot really? in other challenges, but no yeah, one's done her. so weird. Yeah, who else is the... I mean... Beyonce's been done, what, three times? Three times? Three times badly. Yeah. What? Tyra like, Sanchez, Kenya Michaels, which was one of the most car crash performances of all time and then most recently Asia O'Hara which was also a fucking shit show it was madness don't do Beyonce do not ever do Beyonce <laughs> she's not funny although if one queen ever does come and do Beyonce now then and does it well then they're gonna be like legendary for taking <laughs> the undoable and making it good but yeah I wanted to ask what are your favourite Snatch Game performances of all time my favourite Snatch Games um, I mean the obvious is Alaska is Mae West that everyone says that one. And do you know what? Like, it was really amazing. But I think because I wasn't familiar with Mae West. You don't know Mae West. I know she is, but I, I didn't... love Mae West. But then there's so many ones that I've loved, like Jinx Monsoon as Little Edie, where I didn't know who she was, but it still really worked. Mae West did work, but I've yeah. never, like, been... Oh, that was the best thing I've ever seen, like, everyone else was. Oh, it's because I love Mae West. She's got such good lines. I've, I've researched her since Alaska Snatch Game, and now yeah. I really appreciate it. But it still never has... To be honest, I laughed a lot more at Alyssa Edwards during that Aegis 2 snatch game. <laughs> but Joan Crawford, that made no sense. It made no sense, but it was so funny, which is Alyssa <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, my favourites of all time, as well as Jinx as Little Edie, I'd say, were, I mean, this is the obvious one to say, but um, Ben De La Creme as Dame Maggie Smith. Yes. Which is, yeah. We originated the language. <laughs> that one. It's just, it never gets old. Ripple, is it? <laughs> they are um, citrus libations. Hmm, yes. <laughs> that was like, a Cheryl Hall bit at the end. <laughs> Cheryl Hall's classic. Hmm, <laughs> yes. That's all she does for any character. It's just iconic. But the last few seasons, apart from Aquaria, did quite a good Melania. Um, but it, it was good, but... It wasn't. If it was in, like, season six, like, she would have just been safe. Do you know what I mean? You're absolutely right. But people kind of gagged just because it was so unexpected from yeah. Aquaria. But yeah, I feel like it's dipped, but then um, on the American show, but then the UK has just come out with the fucking bang. Uh, Sorry about my language. I don't know why I'm swearing so much today. I'm, we're actually both hung over today and Moon as well, because we were celebrating my birthday last happy night. Happy birthday, Ed. Oh, you guys don't have to sing. I got 19. Oh. <laughs> That's my IQ. But I'm actually yeah. way older than that. Um, yeah, so if we're a bit hoarse today, no, sorry about that. And more importantly, sorry about that joke. <laughs> but should we... Um... Oh, my dad's here. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it first. Um, we um, so have I asked you this before on the podcast because I can't remember anything we've talked about. But who you would do on Snatch Game? I mean, the obvious one for me is Gemma Collins. Yeah, which would have been for me as well. But now it's done. It has been done. But it hasn't been done. Like she was good, but she wasn't. We'll get to that. We will get. So you would still tease everyone. <laughs> we'll Coming up soon. How was your all sis? No! <laughs> is this gonna be a horse themed episode? Who saw this coming? Oh my god, why the long face, Charlie? <laughs> right, so you would do the GC despite the fact she's just been done. I'd do the GC or um, who else could I do? What? Would you go for Essex? Probably just to who go else my will Victoria Becker, which Beckham. DDC almost did. Um, You'd be Kat good Slater. at. Posh. Posh. Oh, Cat Slater would David. be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good job Jerry isn't here. She'd be very offended. We'll yeah, also get to that. Yeah. God, we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah, today. All the teasers coming for you. <laughs> um, yeah, talk about stick up your ass. 
Oh God, I'm getting old. No, I won't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So mine were, again, like you said, GC was one of mine. Caitlyn Jenner was always one of mine, as you guys heard from my incredible impression a few weeks ago. Um, So everyone keeps doing my choices. The only one I had that hasn't been done yet, and I don't know if they would be allowed to do it on the show, is um, Tim Curry. And kind of just make oh. it Dr. Frankenfurter oh, from Rocky Horror. Because sometimes they don't let you do a fictional character unless you pretend to be the actor who plays them. Like uh, Crystal this week, they said. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. She basically did the fictional character. But sometimes, like, if it's Disney, they're really strict about it, so they won't allow it. I reckon they might let Tim Curry, but then he's also a man. So I don't know if they... But I could do that one. And I think there's a lot of... You could just quote the film. i just do, like, an Alyssa Edwards... Uh, mess of not making sense, but just kind of referencing <laughs> yeah. things. And then my other one, do you re- remember who Rachel Dolezal is? Yes! <laughs> I mean, it's quite recent, so I don't know why I said... Rachel right. Dolezal? Yeah, well, it'd be really <laughs> funny, wouldn't it? Because you... You're turning your black. No, because I'm making fun of her for being... How did, did she actually do blackface? Was she on a sunbed? No, was she sunbedding? I think sh- she was fake tanning. Which you can relate what to. What a queen! <laughs> <laughs> and um, but she, she she believes she's black, so I think it is like a maybe a mental disorder. I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get into Rachel Dolezal. Let's not get into Rachel. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. <laughs> Let's snatch it. Oh no, wait! I have to make two quick clarifications from last week. So um, me and Charlie had a. Um, probably explosive row, I would say, about Mau Wow. Oh yeah, we did. And then just by chance this week, I didn't even research this, I uh-huh. saw an advert and you were right. Thank you very much. I'm still saying it wrong. So how do you say it? Mau Wow. Yeah, but I, all my life, I've heard that and not heard it that way. But then I- How listen- have you not heard the jingle? I've heard the jingle many times, but I just never heard that extra M at the end. Oh, open your ears. I know, pay attention. Thank you, I'll accept a written apology, but that's fine. Although you can apologise to me, because, what and this it? listeners huh? Huh? wrote huh? in about this, <laughs> last week, I, when we were discussing Paula Radcliffe, I said, did she poo on the street? And you said no. But then our listeners got in touch and said, actually, she did poo on the street. <laughs> and they even sent news articles supporting it. Was this during a race? This was just on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> she was shit-faced! This was just there coming out of brewers. <laughs> We've all been there. Street. There's a massive queue in that toilet. Sometimes you just can't make it work. So yeah. Well, I'm sorry for you and you're sorry for me. So we can just call that a draw. Put a line under it. <laughs> we'll move on. The podcast will still keep going. Guys. And finally, 45 minutes later, get into the episode! Yay! So we start off, um, Vinegar is gone. Bye, Vinegar. You miss her? I'm going to miss her because I think she would have been such a fun Snatch Game character. That's true. Did we find out who she was going to do? Some she was going to do Sandra, yeah, wasn't she? Yeah. Who I love. I don't know. It'd be quite, um, here's a nice word, esoteric. For... What does that mean? <laughs> Thanks, though. I'm so smart. Um, <laughs> it means, um, like, uh, you have to be in the know to get it. How do you think? I think anyone outside the UK would just be like, what is this? Oh, they wouldn't know who she was, but I think... She's just a funny character anyway, so I don't think you'd need to know who she was to find it funny. Do you not? I'm going to use that word in a sentence, just like clueless, so that I can... It (laughs) it would be quite esoteric if she did that. Did I say that right? Yeah, in what context, though? I'm just trying to... I'm I'm just trying to get my lips around the word so that I can use it again. (laughs) Stop flirting. Right, so esoteric, esoteric. Um, I'm relieved, not relieved that Vinegar's gone, but I'm relieved that we don't have to 
be massive bitches that we are by uh, slating her outfits every week. Because it had to be done. It was. We're here to be honest. Well, you that said it was the worst outfit you've ever seen on Drag Race. Not just on Drag Race, ever seen. <laughs> With my eyes. And I'm not the most fashionable, contrary to popular belief, but even I... <laughs> you surprised me. I'm in a full gown today, but for the, especially for the podcast. Um, so she writes on the mirror, Long live the OG, RuPaul's Drag Queen slag. She brought a lot of slag to... A lot of slag. To quite, a f- quite relatively few episodes, but she got slagging quite a lot. <laughs> And ba- brand ba- it, brand <laughs> it. Bagger makes me laugh because she says, I love hodgepodge so much, but the right person went. And I'm just like, you know that your catchphrase is being used too much when it replaces your name. Because yes. <laughs> this, this happened in season nine of Drag Race when um, Cynthia Lee Fontaine eventually just became known as Cuckoo. And even oh, when yeah. Rue <laughs> told her to sashay away, I think it was just like, Cuckoo, sashay away. Right. Like, You've said it too much when it becomes your name. <laughs> That's what's going to happen to me one day. I'm going to be called esoteric because I'm just using it so much. God, it's really nice to say esoteric. Thank you for expanding my vocabulary and my mind. Mm. (laughs) Why are you in such a sexual mood today? We need to have a cold shower. (laughs) So um, Davina feels like she's arrived and she has a, um, a huge bank of skills that will help her get rid of each of the other contestants. I think she sounds a bit like out of Taken. Like with Liam Neeson, she's like, I've got a set of skills. Which has become even more sinister since he's outed himself as like a raging racist. So it's like his skills oh, yeah, are just. When he, wouldn't beat up the... he didn't actually beat oh, him he up. Wanted he to... wandered the streets looking for a black man to beat up with a kosh because um, a black man had raped his friend. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's quite hard to make that funny, <laughs> isn't it? It's pre- yeah. pretty grim. So why is that a Liam Neeson for Snatch Game? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, Liam Neeson and Rachel Dolezal would be quite. Right. Am I saying a name on Dolezal? Dolezal, yeah, that's her name. Sounds like you're saying Dollar Sign. I'm sure she's made lots of money from this charade. So um, they're all talking about on the show about how much they helped each other in the last challenge. Um, so if you were in this competitive environment, how would you approach that? I think I would be quite helpful. But would you be helpful in the hope that you were then helped or just to be nice? Oh, yeah. And then I would be so bitter when it's not received. I get <laughs> so bitter when I'm nice to people and it's not received. When are you nice to people? I'm when did this happen? nice to people. <laughs> I'm a lovely person. You are. I take it back. I'm the same, but I would be doing it in more of a strategic way. So, for example, I think you and I, I would hope, would be quite good at a challenge like Snatch Game or maybe a comedy challenge. And yeah. Or we'd be like Trixie Mattel, think we're going to do well and then completely fossil. <laughs> so we could maybe help some of the, uh, if we were competing, look queens with that bit. But we would hope, well, maybe you'd be good at the fashion challenge, but I know that I would be a bit of a vinegar when it comes to <laughs> putting an outfit together. So I'd hope that some bitch would help me to sew in return for my help with the comedy Write some stuff. jokes. Yeah. But like you, I'd probably find out that they wouldn't help me. Oh my God, that's when the claws would come out. And I'd be sold down the I'd river. Be such a bit of <laughs> Oh, Would you partake in any sabotage? Another fun word to say. Sabotage. Sabotage. Um, sabotage. Well, yeah, I, think, I mean, there's some suspected sabotage this week with um, something wrong. Oh, there's really? I think, you know, I was going to get to that, but yeah, I have a different view, but I'm oh. looking forward to debating this with you. Let's I hope it's not Mau Wow take two. Oh but... And um, I think the one thing about sabotage is on Drag Race, obviously it doesn't play very well with the viewers. Oh no, they <laughs> So don't you, like you may get rid of your competition, but 
do you want to be the next Fifi O'Hara? Because <laughs> no one wants to be the next Fifi O'Hara. Because that was the moment that people really turned on her. Like Fifi's an amazing drag queen. I think the fandom really love her. But during her season, when she sabotaged Jiggly Caliente, that was kind of the moment that people were like, "Bitch, you're sabotaging someone who." It's on their way home anyway. Like, exactly. You're just kicking the bitch when she's dead. <laughs> At least go and sabotage someone like Bianca Del Rio or the Vivian who needs sabotaging. Yeah. Don't be sabotaging just the, um, yeah, the jigglies of this world. The jigglies of this world. <laughs> um, so, speaking of the Vivian, um, she says to something, are we going to listen to my advice moving forward? Which I thought... A little cocky. Very cocky. Are we getting, uh, we're getting a bit of a villain edit for the Viv? I don't feel like she's getting the villain in it. I feel like she's getting the, like, Bob the Drag Queen just so above everyone. She's just cocky and, like... Showboating and that. Exactly, yeah. But it's coming across a little bit smug in this. Because it's a bit like, well, why would you necessarily trust your competitors? Because they may be sabotaging you. And also, if you've gone on Drag Race to with the hope of winning, you hopefully trust your own instincts. Yeah. So it's, it is very cocky, but then also the Vivian is right. All her advice has been helpful. She's not sabotaging, so maybe something would have benefited from listening. But... Um, she ignored RuPaul's advice as well. She did. She, she just Never doesn't... Never ignore RuPaul's advice. No. Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when we say it at the same time. <laughs> um, Davina says she's like the Vivian and she's honest and shady but she is nice to people's faces because she's an old hand at this game and she says you have to play nice and then destroy them so do you, do you think there's a dark side to the DDC no I don't think so she I don't seems think so. lovely she does I think she's just an older queen where they used to help each other out yeah I think there's not this like cattiness with her as yeah. we see in this episode I think or maybe there's a turn at the end maybe there's a yeah. A new side of her. But now I think, you know, like you say, they're on TV. People are going to know if they're going to be, um, if there's going to be subterfuge. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, you are God, getting those like syllables so in today. smart today. <laughs> this is like University Someone Challenge. Someone swallowed a dictionary. You always swallow. That's um, what I heard. <laughs> um, but I think that the DDC, when she says things like that, it's always kind of a little bit tongue-in-cheek. And I think, I don't know how you feel about this, it's very... Hard to tell with this season who's emerging as like the fan favorites because I think on the American show it's always very obvious there's a Valentina that everyone's obsessed with. Yeah, but I feel like everyone kind of is liking everyone. But if anyone is emerging as the main fan favorite, I feel like it's Davina. I think so. I think she is like uh, Miss Congeniality front runner so far. If they're going to do that, I don't know if they're doing that in the UK version. They will. I wouldn't say she's miscongeniality though. She's had oh, some really? shady moments. Oh really? I know Something's got a huge fan following. Something I think would be more likely to I get think it. Something. Vinegar had a big fan following. Yeah. Gothy Kendall I think has like risen in the ranks. Weirdly Mainly since she left the show. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's got more and more popular the less people saw her. <laughs> but it's because her nudes leaked online and apparently they were very impressive. Oh really? I didn't look at them because I'm a good Christian girl. But apparently mm-hmm. yeah, they were... Not to be sniffed at. Oh. Sorry, that's under gross. Sniff at them. Scratch and sniff. We get a little <laughs> We get a little clip of Bagger throwing her scrubber outfit in the bin, which I think where it belongs. Exactly. Oh my god. Let's hope we never see that again. Because really, bitch, she should have been lip syncing last she week. She should have. And I think she knows it herself. The wig was gorgeous, but that scrubber outfit looked like a poo diaper. 
<laughs> poo diaper. How American of you. A poop diaper. <laughs> um, Cheryl says that she's going to prove why she's here, but Bagger and Viv aren't having it, and they're like, um, will you say that every week? I know, they're coming for us, straight to her face. But it's quite annoying. A lot of drag queens on Drag Race do that. Whenever they have a shit week, next week they're like, right, this week I'm bringing it, which in week two is all right, but in week seven it's a bit like, okay, well, <laughs> when? Like, the time is yesterday. But yeah, you're right, Bagger and Vivian are getting quite shady now and a bit cocky. And I feel like we're seeing the emergence of a clique. Yeah, with Confidence Corner. Well, I think someone's been kicked out of Confidence Corner. I think Crystal. I think Crystal was just sat there by chance. So they kind of included her not to be shady, but really Confidence Corner is Viv and Bagger. Uh, and they're kind of giving me a little bit of Rolaska talks. I said that wrong. Rolaska talks. Am I saying it wrong? No, Rolaska talks. Rolaska talks. Yeah. It's because I tried to do it in some sort of weird accent. <laughs> They are getting cocky. I think, um, I mean, I think there's a chance Bagger will stumble on another fashion challenge. But do we definitely there'll be another fashion challenge? They're well, usually yeah, a makeover said, challenge, isn't there? Oh, uh, yeah. Which, Which I think Bagger, I mean, I think the Viv will say that. Definitely. Uh, but I think, and um, well, Bagger said that's the episode, she's glad it's behind her. Yeah, because usually there's only one sewing challenge. There's only one now. Yeah, with the um, makeover challenge, um, that is a fashion-based challenge, but you don't always have to make the other outfit. Yeah. You can usually bring, bring them. So what they do a lot now is just bring an extra outfit and hope that whoever they're paired with fits. Am I right in thinking the early seasons, I feel like season three and that had a lot more fashion challenges. Oh, definitely. The, and then they've made it more and more comedy and performance. Definitely. Yeah, the early seasons of Drag Race, it was kind of conceived as almost a parody on Project Runway and America's Next Top Model. So it was very fashion-focused, design-based challenges. And then it was season four, um, with the season that Sharon Needles won, that performance started to take more um, of a priority. And then five and six, and then since then, acting challenges, comedy challenges, performance-based challenges. And they just usually have one or two balls and sewing challenges. Is that, do you think, just because viewers find it more exciting towards performance I should challenge? write the Wikipedia pages, honestly. You should! Um, I think... Um, yeah, I think they realise that the queens that they are producing from the show, they're producing stars, and these stars have become famous around the world for their performances, for yeah. their st- stage shows, for appearing on TV and film. They don't go around the world usually making outfits for other people. Do yeah. They? So it's kind of, it makes more sense to showcase the skills on the show that they're going to be giving us in real life. Yeah. Give it to the hodgepodge. 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 <laughs> um... All right, where are we now? They're all talking about stepping up their pussies. Blue says she stepped up her pussy a little. I don't think you can step up your pussy a little. I think you either step <laughs> your pussy up. all the way up or you keep your pussy on the ground. Exactly. But it's not something like, oh, guys, I think I've just stepped my pussy up a little bit today. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blue, yeah, it but needs to be... all the way up. Yeah. Or not at all. Who'd have thought we'd discuss pussy so much on this podcast? <laughs> Um, That's vaginal discussion. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 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 is it? Um, Bagger says that the challenge, uh, as we mentioned, she was dreading is done. And now she's coming like a fucking tornado um, because she's been such a shrinking violet today. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you think, and we obviously see some of this in the episode, do you think now that Bagger is kind of emerging as a front runner? I think she is, but I think she'll stumble on looks and that. I think she'll... Um, I think she'll stumble on any kind of fashion. Yeah. But, and then it seems like they're maybe t- taking fashion less into account on the UK season. Yeah. Which is almost quite patronising, really, but... And I don't want it, just as a viewer, I don't want them to pull away as frontrunners. I want it to keep it even. Yeah. I really like a season where there isn't a clear frontrunner. 
It makes yeah. it more exciting. Although recently on Drag Race America, like you, even if you're the front runner, you might not win. Things are really shaken up with the yeah. whole um, lip sync for, lip sync for the crown at the end. Yeah. But we're not having that here, so who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? See, I told you I'd be hoss. <laughs> no! Um, so we get Rue's video. She says imitation is a sincere form of flattery. So we know what's coming. We're on the edge of our seats Baby. now. Oh my God. And um, they're talking about uh, how there's fewer people. Blue says, because vinegar took up so much space. So she continues to... Kind of a little bit of shade, isn't she? Blue is the shady dark horse. Oh my God, I said horse Another again. <laughs> they're just happening without me realising. Of the competition now, and I'm kind of living for Blue the secret shade. I'm living for it. I mean, I think, they, you know, they told us to step it up a bit. I think... Um, no, I like a little side read she's coming out with. Yeah, she hasn't stepped up her pussy, but she has managed to become a fucking raging bitch. And in some ways, that's <laughs> even better. Uh, we have no mini challenge, which yeah. I, I suspect, because sometimes on the main show in America, they've filmed mini challenges and done them and just not included them in the episode. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did it here, because after the Snatch Game being so good, as we all know, I'm a huge fan of it, I think they inc- wanted to include as much footage of it as possible. Yeah. And maybe even cut some mini challenge. So who knows what we missed out on. But straight away we find out that Bagger is doing Margaret Thatcher. And she gives the whole, you've got to have wit, don't be a tit, have wit, and I've got wit tit. Which <laughs> is not the wittiest soundbite to I illustrate know, right? that point. But yeah, she um, she's doing Maggie, and as we knew from the preview, so is DDC. Mm. Battle of the Thatchers. Dun, dun, dun. dun. It's war. Um, what do you think of this whole thing? I think, I'm surprised people did her. You suppose I, anyone did her? Yeah, I just didn't think I didn't think they'd want to get too political, but I yeah. love it. Um, yeah, surprised by then. I initially would have said DDC would do a much better Thatcher. Yeah, I thought she would have. Well, no shade to bag her, saying she's thick as shit. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like, you said it now. I thought DDC would have had all the, like the references and the jokes, and would get like quotes yeah. and that. Where I thought Bagger would just do like a broad just the voice or something, but Bagger knew the references. Yeah, well, Bagger's very good on a mic and very good at like working a crowd. So it makes sense she'd be quick off um, the mark with that. I think DDC would have done a good job as well. I think it's interesting that she just from the get-go was like, there's no way that we can both do it. And she's right that there's never been Double. on Snatch Game. They've never had two people do the same character. And I think the contestants are always very wary that if that ever happens, Obviously, if you're not the best of the two, that's almost like a free pass to the bottom two. Yeah. Um, and I think that probably would have happened, but I don't know. I think maybe there's a chance Bagger could have won and DDC could have got safe, both for being good Maggies. And they could have played off on each other. Two Maggies arguing with each other would have been quite amusing, like, no? DDC could have done Alzheimer's Maggie. That would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps repeating the same answer over and over again. Exactly. <laughs> um, do you, do you genuinely think Bagger didn't bring another outfit? I know this is. Do you genuinely think that? I think she was lying. I think she's lying. I think she brought another outfit, but she's like, if you say you don't have one, then exactly. And you know, Davina's a nice person, so you know she'll cave. But I think the underlying thing of this whole scene is basically, Bagger thinks she would do better than DDC. And DDC doesn't know whether she would do better than Bagger. Bagger is so confident in her. She's like, well, we'll both do it and see us better. I think subtext being, I'll be fucking better, bitch. Yeah. Davina's intimidated. So she goes for her, um, for her backup, which is Julia Childs. Bad backup. Bad choice. I know. We've seen it on Snatch Game once. Um, Milk attempted it. 
and, yeah, and it wasn't unsuccessful. good. And also just do it like, there's so many iconic British women. Why are you doing Julia Child? Well, if you already, true, this is the first British Snatch Game, you'd think they'd all do British characters. Yeah. But um, I thought if you've already brought Maggie Thatcher, would it have been that hard to just change it to Theresa May? I suppose so. She hasn't got the catchphrase though, apart from Brexit she's got, means Brexit. And... She's got running through the cornfields. That was pretty funny. And you've got the funny dance. <laughs> yeah. And what yeah, else can you do? Queen. And doesn't she have um, diabetes? That's oh, so not funny. <laughs> that's, that's a wealth of material. We shouldn't talk about diabetes. Didn't Paul Hollywood have to apologise for... Um, we should talk about diabetes. What is this? And I said we shouldn't talk oh. about diabetes because Paul Hollywood made a joke about diabetes on this week's Bake Off and had to apologise for it. And then I have just... Well, I didn't make a joke about diabetes, but I've just brought it up in a comical fashion. <laughs> and now I'm going to have to apologise for you it. You are going to apologise to the diabetes community. Because you know the watchdog listens to United Kingdom and they're, they're <laughs> all up in our face, all up in our grill. The rules and regulations. <laughs> um, so yeah, DDC chickens out a little bit, but she gives Bagger her Maggie Thatcher outfit. She's like, I can't have you going out there looking like absolute shit. What, what do you make of this charity gift that she gives her basically. I think it's so lovely. It I think sweet. it's so British to help the other queen out and give her her outfit. And I do I do think it comes with that sense of duty of like, I can't let you go out there looking like shit. Do you think there's any element of like doing it very much aware of the fact that it's going to be included in the footage and you're being seen to do it? Or do you think it's purely just a nice gesture? Am I a cynical bitch? You are a cynical bitch. No, I think <laughs> if it was anyone else, maybe not. But I think DVC is a genuinely big Yeah, I girl. do think so too. I believe, but I think it was genuine. There's still a little bit of shade, though, because she could just give her the outfit, but she says, your outfit is literally shit. You need this outfit. <laughs> yeah. And Bagger doesn't argue. She's like, thank you. Um, and then we get Rue and Alan come in, and it's just like, oh. I don't know about you, but every time Alan comes on screen, I just like, oh, I know, I love yeah. the jumper as well. Yeah, it's cool. Do you know where that's from? Sun Club? Well, it just says Sun Club, so I'm yeah, I guess. <laughs> Reading is what? Fundamental. So they do a walkthrough, which I think sometimes these days on Drag Race, you don't have to get a walkthrough, but on Snatch Game, you need it. Yeah. it kind of really builds it up. Because there's always that one time where it's like, you got anyone else? Yeah, well, usually they do it to everyone. Mm. It's like really awful to be put on the spot like that, though, isn't it? With an impression yeah. when you're not in the full geesh. Because it's like, yeah, it's going to be very hard to get that laugh straight away. And then it can really derail you for the whole thing. It is. So they go up to Blue first. She goes, what's the crack? She, I mean, she's so fucking familiar with them, honestly. <laughs> no. Also, Blue's boy outfit, just, I can't stand it. It's a brown paisley shirt. It really bothers me. Oh, let's have a look at it. I've completely forgotten it. It's just the ugliest colour. Oh, that is Ooh. ugly. Is it even brown? Isn't it more like An olive mustardy? Green. Oh, must dirt mustard. Yeah, it's giving me it's like gay cowboy. for his complexion. No, because she's quite pale. She is. Irish queen. Pasty pale, yeah. God, we ripped into her then. Sorry, <laughs> some shade from me. But she, if she can give it, she can take it because not only has she been shading all the other queens, but during this walkthrough, she says that Mary Berry has a hump. <laughs> no! The hunchback of the bake-off. <laughs> I think the only thing that Mary Berry has a hunch about, a hump about, is the bake-off moving to Channel 4, but she doesn't have a fucking actual... Hunchback hump. hump. It's not. So, <laughs> Quasimodo. Wh- where is um? Where has Blue got this from? I have no idea. Is it just that older women are more hunched? So she just because Mary Berry's of an older. I don't know. And also, you don't even see it. If you're on a snatch game, you know you're going to be sitting down. No one's even going to see your back. Yeah. Does she even feature the hump? No. It's a really the bizarre hump, the choice. 
<laughs> Are you a fan of the Bake Off? We're talking a lot about the Bake Off now. I know. Give us, give us some ducats, Bake Off. Um, <laughs> I used to be. I find it a bit like... I feel like they've got less and less great characters now. Did you go off it when it moved to Channel 4 and Mel and Sue were not there anymore? Yeah, a little bit. I was, I'm not so keen on Noel and Sandy. I just... Um, <laughs> I only ever watched it a bit like Game of Thrones. Like, I only watched it to understand what people are talking about. Oh, you don't want to be left out of society. I don't want to be ostracised. I can see it happening for you quite easily. Style. Yeah, true. You can see that happening. <laughs> I watch it actually for pleasure. I like, um, I do enjoy Noel and Sandy and I really like Noel's blouses. And I just like the creative element of like, you know, they make it into like works of art now. But do you know what I feel like every I don't have a lot now, going on, what can I say? <laughs> I feel like every task on Bake Off now is just like make a giant structure. Yeah. It used to be like, I'd do a Vicky Sponge or do a Cream Puff. <laughs> Vicky Sponge, which you said earlier, was your drag name. That's my new you? drag name, Vicky Sponge, guys. Were we saying that on air? No, that was off air, wasn't it? That was off air. That was exclusive. <laughs> um, that was actually off the record, if. Um. <laughs> Moon will edit that. Oh, Moon hasn't said hi yet this episode. Hey, Moon. Hi. I know that everyone's dying to hear what he's wearing this week, so let's give a description. We have a creamy white jumper. And the message is, have a nice day. I'm glad you could even recognise which song I was singing. It's so out of tune. It was. Great song. I used to hate the stereophonics, but I love the song Dakota. God, we're talking about so many eclectic subjects today. We are. Bake Off, stereophonics, diabetes. (laughs) Word association. (laughs) Stereophonics to diabetes. And while we're doing our weekly segments, A of which is, what is Moon wearing? B of which, Charlie, do you want to try your tongue part? Oh, okay. Wait, I did. Last week was a fucking disaster. I genuinely did it this week. Oh, wait. And no one was there to see it? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. That was a rehearsal. That was awful. That was a rehearsal. That was just me practicing my head. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you're nervous, aren't you? I did it. I was like, I did it. Don't be nervous. Okay. That's just been practicing. Here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, that was okay. Okay, that was okay. It's getting improved. We've had a lot worse. You've stepped your pussy up a little bit. Step on the blue hydrangea tongue pop. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think I've got a theory that Cheryl has done one tongue pop and they're just editing it every ten minutes. Oh my god, you think? I think she literally did it once and they're just editing it all the time. That's such a good theory because I remember once I was listening to uh, Jinx Monsoon was on RuPaul's podcast and she said that she cried once during the whole filming of Drag Race, but they used it in every episode. <laughs> so they do do that. So maybe you're right. I think so. Everyone keeps saying like, "Stop it, Cheryl." I think she did it once. Well, if you ever get a good tongue pop, we'll have to use that recording over and over again every week. Because Lord knows it doesn't happen often. So, um, did you think at this point, during this conversation that they're having, that Blue was going to do well with her Mary Berry No, I thought she was going to flop. I kind of had a feeling that she was going to do well, just because I think... I thought Mary Berry is a good choice to make funny, because what I thought was what happened, which is that if you say anything like even slightly dirty or rude as Mary, it just makes it 10 times funnier. Exactly, you make any old woman sexual. Yeah. <laughs> so I did have an inkling about that. But Blue doesn't seem confident in herself. She's like, well, I've brought what I've brought and there's nothing I can do about it now. Um, and then we get to Davina. And then quickly, um, thank God she tweeted, why did Blue not do Nadine Coyle? Uh, who tweeted? N- Nadine did. No, Blue was like, I'm so sorry for people of Ireland that I did do Nadine Coyle. Nadine. Oh, but surely she's happy with how this went. Oh, yeah, but come on. Would you not love to see Nadine Coyle on the Snatch Game? No, and her, like, indecipherable... It would have been hilarious. 
Cheryl's not that good a singer anyway. No, I can't do it. <laughs> what, what's the whole thing at the date of birth? I can't remember what she said, don't they? Did she lie about her birth? You don't know that about Nadine, the famous clip. No. When she was on oh, uh, do, is Pop Stars Island, I think it was called. Yes, she was on that. She lied about her age, and it's like there's a famous clip of her when they're oh, like. Oh, when she gets kicked off. They ask her her age. She says on camera, she's like, I'm Nadine Coyle, blah, blah, blah. I'm 84. And then she's like, I'm 84? Oh, no. no, she says like 1984. And then was like, Oh shit, what did I just say? <laughs> and she's like, No, no, that's the wrong age. And then like gets found out, and they ask her to provide her passport and find that she's too young. This is like the classic Nadine. This is all coming back to me now, it's Alice all Celine. coming back. <laughs> I was listening to that this morning. I was feeling over on the tube, and I was listening to Power Ballads to kind of like just get my emotions out. A bit of trivia about me, though. I would have loved Nadine. Nadine would be good. And if it had been the week that Cheryl guest judged, it would have been lots of material there. Because they hate each other. That's no secret. (laughs) So Davina does a bit of Julia Childs uh, for Rue and Alan. And she does a bit of Posh Spice as well. I would love Posh. And then in her confessional, she says, I'm making them laugh. But we're seeing no actual laughter on the show. (laughs) It's a bit of a shady edit. So do you think she should have done Posh? Oh, 100%. I mean, I think Posh is, um, she can, I think it could be a little tough. I think there's loads to work with with Posh. So you've got lying about having fake boobs, because remember she had the breast implant and then lied about it. That's some good stuff. David shagging Rebecca Luz, who wanked off a pig. That's a great (laughs) answer to get in there. Um, Jokes about her not smiling and eating. Jokes about her not being able to sing. Um, She can, sorry, back up. (laughs) Posh Spice can hold a tune. Where are you getting this from? Oh my god. <laughs> a YouTube deep dive. Okay. I've actually been on my... Bitch, are you just watching videos of a miming? No, there's one. She was on... <laughs> Parkinson singing that ballad. I do remember that very, very yeah. vividly. That was an iconic moment in time. And Beckham... David Beckham, sorry, cried. Out of embarrassment. So <laughs> oh my god, um, I totally remember that interview. I, I bet you're the only other person in the world who remembers that. And the YouTube video... And Victoria. The, the YouTube views are like two. It's just... Me, me and you. <laughs> It was called I O U, the song, wasn't it? It was. I O U. And she sung it just as badly as that. So, but, um, sorry, out of the Spice Girls, Jerry's the one that couldn't sing. That is not true. Oh, well, oh, she... here we go. Here we go. We're going to smell one mark two. Here we go. Jerry, yes, is not that much of a vocal talent, but she can sell a performance. No, she speaks. If you go back and listen to the Spice Girls song, she speaks her words. <laughs> she speaks her words. Yeah. Mickey B can hold it. What about. Got him up from around my finger. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Could what just ed- happened? <laughs> what just happened? Can we edit that? What is going on? Whoa. In her first line of too much, she goes, Wrap yourself from around my finger. <laughs> Speak her words. I'm sorry. Jerry can sing. No, Jerry can perform. Victoria can't sing op form. They even admitted, yeah, Mel B revealed mm-hmm, recently mm-hmm. that M- Victoria's mic didn't used to be turned on during the Spice's performances. And all the rest were. I'm sorry. L- listeners, I want you to Instagram us or tweet us telling us who you think was the worst thing in Spice Girls. Is it Jerry or Posh? No one's going to say Mel C. No, she's Emma. Amazing. And Mel B's a good singer. It is really between Ginger and um, I'm Posh. sorry, it's, it is Jerry. Jerry's the one that literally... She was in an X Factor. When I first joined the Spice Girls, I couldn't sing. Yeah, but then she says she could eventually sing, whereas Victoria says, I couldn't at the start, nor could I at the end. 
She even here, managed to make Dane Bowers look good during. I love your mind. My name is Lisa. What is going on? <laughs> Don't know. She calls security on me. We should. That is a tune, though. It is really good. What's your favorite ever solo Spice Girls song? We're getting very distracted now, but it's um, important. I pro- it's gonna. Yours is Michiko Latina, right? One hundred percent. Look at me so well. <laughs> Although I do love "Never Be the Same Again" by Mel C. Never be the same. Um, off of my head, I love "Maybe." Oh, that is a really good song. Underrated. That is fair, it's quite obscure. Yeah, it was kind of a hit, but yeah, um, it should be a bigger hit. I love that. I loved uh, Mel B's. Had, I think Mel B's had the worst singles, no? I liked Tell Me, but she's had some stinkers. Yeah, like her husband. Surprising. You think she'd have some good. Yeah. Um, Vicky B. What did I like of Vicky B's? She you know what I love? Let your head go. Do your body right. I Are we going to get sued for singing these songs? What, Vicky B's listening? <laughs> I hope she's not, because that's so shady. <laughs> Talk about when David was with Rebecca Lou. What's that, Vicky B's? Like, I know her. <laughs> actually, my... <laughs> I do actually have a signed Spice Girl CD. Oh, really? My, um... <laughs> very bizarre connection. My granddad... Was in the Spice Girls. No, he's in a... Can I... I think I can say that he's a Freemason. <gasps> and he's in the same Freemason's Lodge as Vicky Beckham's dad. <laughs> He's a free, is Freemason like is um, people who live underground? <laughs> He's a mole man. <laughs> <laughs> My granddad is a mole, a blind mole. <laughs> That's how you get your weird hairy moles from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a mixed species. Oh my god, so that means Victoria Beckham is like a third Freemason. Or is it not? It's not like a race. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like Jewish. It's like, no, it's like a cult that. Why am I so up. stupid? It's a charitable today. cult. That's, it's a good thing. Well, I don't know. They, some say they're like, it's like the Illuminati and they rule the world. Didn't The Simpsons do like a parody episode about Freemasons? Yeah, the, the Stonemasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I do know my culture. <laughs> so we were talking about Spice Girls for two hours. <laughs> and then <laughs> let's get back to the episode. They talked to Crystal. She's doing Blanche Devereaux, uh, who's played by Rue McCall- M- McClanahan. McClanahan. Are you a big Golden Girls fan? Do you know I've never seen it? Do you know, I've not seen a lot of it and it's not through want, lack of wanting. It's lack of access. It's really hard to find oh, that fucking show. It is. Like, anyone listening, please tell us how to watch Gone Girls because I have tried many times to Google. There doesn't seem to be a platform that shows yeah, it's it. it's not Netflix, not Prime, not... I don't know why. But on it's something a show that's very referenced in the drag world. Um, like... People like Alaska, she often, like, will quote the show in podcasts and interviews. So, like, if you don't watch it, and I've seen a few episodes and loved it, but haven't watched it extensively, you're basically, as you said earlier, being left out of society. I know. Like a leper. I do. I think I'd love it. I would. I What I saw, I loved because I was in Florida earlier this year, and it was just played 24 hours on TV. So, typical me, didn't leave the hotel at all, see any sunshine, and just watched full Golden Girls. <laughs> and got my life. Hodgepodge. I didn't have to like on the vanguard of. Sorry, so articulate today. You are, and I'm so not. So I think you're carrying <laughs> us both. I appreciate um, it. It was on the vanguard of like LGBT representation. Did they have like gay characters? Am I going mad? What is a vanguard? As I just know it at the MTV award. I don't, I don't know, know what anything part. means. I'm supposed to be a writer. <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> um, yes, it was. It, uh, not just LGBT, but apparently with like race and stuff. They dealt, and I think abortion. They dealt with stuff that at the time, was it the early 90s? You weren't seeing a lot of on oh, TV. Yeah. So it was like Sex in the City for 
OAPs before <laughs> exactly. Sex and the City. Yeah, so um, I thought, again, like you said about doing Julia Childs, I was like, it's UK snatch game, you'd think you'd do a British yeah. character. But then Crystal has her kind of Canadian accent. Alan talks about um, tit shrugging with Crystal. I don't, why did they start talking about this? I don't really know. I think it's talking about like, just carry on and camp. And then like Alan's like, oh, don't leave me hanging. Like, you don't know what I'm talking about. But I, I didn't know that was a thing we do in Britain, tit shrugging. Is it? Not really. Rue talks about womp womp, which yeah. is the old Jocelyn Fox, which I loved the nod to her because who doesn't love Jocelyn? Mm. Also, I... Crystal in her boy interviews, look, her eyes are so open and awake. Someone she asked me the other day, does she have tattoos under her eyes? Oh yeah, little dots. I think that's just a makeup thing. I think that's just her boy look. Okay, maybe she's doing that thing because apparently some of the drag queens on the show try and make little changes to their face so that it shows up in continuity errors. Because you know how they have to get dressed into the same confessional outfit every day of filming so that the producers can use their confessionals in in different chronological order. But if you make little differences like wear an earring one day and not another and get away with it, you can kind of mess with the editors, Ah. which isn't really in your favour because if you piss off the editors, they're just going to give you a... Shady edit. Fifi edit. Mm. But yeah, sometimes they do it anyway. We get um, Rue and Alan going up to the Vivian. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, she's struggling with one of the easiest problems to have in the world, which is having too many good characters they to are do. Oh, so good. So she has Donald Trump, Kim Woodburn, and Scylla Black. Scylla Black. Scylla Black. You're right, Chuck. No, I can't do it. She's a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. You what Scylla Black is? No, you've not even seen that blind date clip. No. Oh my god. Oh my god, yes I have. I know what you're talking about. Wasn't it a a Cosmo journalist? It was someone. Oh, and she does it in like a really sweet but lethal way. Absolutely. Oh, because like she's a journalist. Oh my god. Oh, it's so good. Such a good memory for this stuff. Do you also remember that Amanda Holden was on the show in the early days? Yes. Yeah, fame hungry. I love a bit of like. You lost it then. Oh, I actually um, preferred Surprise Surprise. Life is full, full of surprises. Because <laughs> it used to make you happy and then you'd cry. I'm too young to remember that. I think we're about the same age. <laughs> okay. It's my birthday this week, so maybe just leave off the age jokes. You know, I'm <laughs> feeling a bit sensitive. Maybe the same bracket, but... Um, <laughs> uh, I just love... Did you do a show called... Um, I want to say a moment in time. Moment. They, every oh Saturday, God, yes. they're given a task and they have to spend the whole week doing that task. Oh what my was God. It, called? it was such a good show. It I was, think it was called. This is your moment. This is your moment. This is your moment. Yeah, you're is right. That what it's called this is your moment. Oh my days. What a show. Because it was named, I think, slightly inspired by the Martin McCutcheon unborn hit, Perfect Moment. This is my moment. No, it was a, you shot inspired by that. What As is- I said it, I realised it's not. But I just really <laughs> wanted to talk about that song because it's such a good song. Marty McCutcheon. She had some bangers. She did. On the radio. That was a cover that went up. Donna Summer. But she had, um, Sad but it's true. I'm over you. See, we are the same age. You remember that. Okay. <laughs> All right. We, uh, oh my God, we've talked so little about Drag Race. <laughs> but I... Have been, we've been talking since um, 
this series started about how good this Kim Woodburn impression is. Oh, yeah. I was saying before, I feel like she's not going to do it for Snatch Game because she's been willing yeah, it out so much. you have had the foresight. But it's so good. It just seemed to me crazy that she wasn't going to. But now it all makes sense because I didn't realise she can do loads of characters unbelievably well. I'm so shocked how good she is. Really, really shocked. And then for me... Because they released a clip of this part of the episode before the episode aired. When I saw her do that Scylla Black, I was like, she surely is doing Scylla Black now. That would be crazy if she's not. And then when I realised that she's doing Trump, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe she's gone from amazing Kim, amazing Scylla to just doing Trump. How wrong was I? Oh, really? I'm in the, you're not sad. I'm sad there was no Scylla. I'm sad there was no Scylla, but then when we saw that Donald Trump, it's like, how can you argue with that? Oh, I just think... I mean, it was amazing. It was incredible. But, like, you would never get Kim or Scylla on the US version. Where I think you would get Trump. That's very true. So I'm surprised like... Trump hasn't been done, actually. Yeah. Now that I mention it. Well, I don't know if it would be controversial. That's Still true. Because like, I know there's been, I disagree with it, controversial over the Thatcher being included. I haven't really seen much controversy about that. I think once from a select few. Well, I mean, it's... not name and dignify them with a name. Because <laughs> you've forgotten the name. <laughs> Is that Thunder. <laughs> no, We're in the middle of a storm. It's it's the pipes, isn't it? Someone's just taken a massive moon. Why did you have Sorry about that. Um, so I don't know if Trump would be included. I think they might think it's too celebratory. But I just think yeah, you would never get Kim or Scylla on the US version. So it'd be like an opportunity to have someone like Scylla or Kim. Definitely, and actually, it it made me um hope that Vivian doesn't win this season so that when we get our UK All-Stars, we'll get Scylla. You're right, Chuck! God, it's really hard to do. I don't know how she does it. Um, right, so Alan says you're spoilt for choice. Did you think at this point after we saw those impressions that the Vivian just had it in the bag? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100 So I wasn't convinced by Bagger's Thatcher before it started. Yeah. So, But yeah, I thought she wouldn't have all the references. But no, yeah, so I was like, oh, Vivian's a slam dunk. Well, I feel like Margaret Thatcher is... Bagger does it really well, but, like, a lot of people can do Maggie. But Trump is quite hard to do. Yeah. And Scylla. I never even really heard anyone do Scylla, and we've all heard my attempt just then. It's quite hard <laughs> to get your mouth around that impression. Those teeth. We get, those teeth. We get up to some Ting Wong. Um, she, Rue tells her she's funny, and she's like, really? So it's like, oh, my God. So the confidence is not there if she already thinks that she's not funny. Um, but she does an impression of Sir David Attenborough. Oh, Lord. And they get it straight away. Um, do you think that it's a good choice? No. <laughs> Full stop. Just don't... No. Sir David Attenborough is not funny. I think it could have been amazing. The what? S- the same way as Mary Berry. Basically, if you say anything dirty in a David Attenborough voice, it would be funny. Mm. So if you're like... I don't know. What do they say later on? Oh, yes, I love to take it up the arse. That sounds more like Maggie Thatcher. Yeah, but Thatcher. something like that as David would have worked in the same way that Blue did Mary people. Berry. Obviously, Mary Berry doesn't want cream up her arse. Well, I know of. I can't speak for that. But if you say dirty stuff in the character voice of someone who would never say that, it's funnier. Something made the mistake of doing David Attenborough, but answering as he would. <laughs> and that's what's not funny just it literally so um, do you think then that she should have oh can I just point this out Rue doesn't know she, she guesses Sir David but says does he have the black hair so doesn't know what David Attenborough looks like and then says that she doesn't know who Nigella is 
I just want to point out a bit of hypocrisy here because there have been contestants in the past on Drag Race, such as Aja and Plastic Tiara, who've been like basically laid into by the judges for not knowing cultural references. Yeah. Like when Plastic didn't know who Mariah Carey was and when Aja didn't know, I'm going to get it wrong myself. Do you remember what that was? When Arja didn't know. She said that her outfit for the um, Studio 64 inspired outfit. Oh, wasn't that when it was like, she said it was 70s and there's like, no, it's more 60s. Yeah. Is that something right? And she yeah. said the hair was like Francis something. Oh, I don't know. But she pronounced the name wrong and they all like made fun of her like, haha, millennial, you got it so wrong. But then Ruth's over here in the UK, not knowing who celebrities are that are internationally famous. Yeah, like, Nigella's famous in America. Yeah. So David Attenborough is a global brand really yeah i mean if she didn't know gail from curry is fair enough but like i think that <laughs> it's fair enough rue not knowing who people are but i do think on the on the main show they should be a bit give a bit more leeway to contestants who also don't know who certain people are because yeah. no one knows who everyone is i only just want learnt that word ethical today <laughs> So where, so you're speaking Irish, Appar- Gaelic. Apparently I didn't um, learn the word. Can you say it again? Esoteric. Esoteric. I oh, said, no. Yeah, I was like, is that a Welsh town? <laughs> I love a Gaelic. Um, so I think she doesn't know whether to go with um, Nigella or David. Um, much like Natalie and Brulia, she's torn. I think uh, David was the right choice, even though it ultimately gets her sent home. Do you no. think she should have done that? I think there was some shady sabotage from Cheryl and Blue being like, yeah, go with your David. Oh, Which, girl. you know what? I'm, I'm, I would be partial to. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, do, do David. I'm pro-sabotage. <laughs> um, they announced the guest judges for the Snatch Game, the, ge- the guest contestants. We have Stacey Dooley and Lorraine Kelly. What do you think of them both? Uh, I love Lorraine Kelly. What I, gay does not love Lorraine Kelly? I know, and she loves Drag Race, doesn't she? She's, like She's a, a super, super fan. fan. Yeah, she was um, a dream come true for her to be on. Stacey, I don't know. I found her a bit awkward. I've, I mean, clearly Stacey is a fan of the show. She like even made a joke of it herself during the game, like about how desperate she was to be yeah. on and being phoning Rue. I've just always found Stacey Dooley quite annoying. Um, I interviewed her last year, just after she won. Strictly, so like she, you do the win and then you go and speak to the journalists. And even then, I found it quite annoying. And I was like, You've just won the show, and you're oh, still. Did she win last year? She won, even though she was the. I mean, this is actually why she was probably a bit off with me because like she just won, picked up her glitter trophy, came over to the journalists, and I said, How does it feel to win when you weren't the best dancer of the night? And she was like, Oh, <laughs> and I was like, Well. That's the question we were all wondering. But yeah, she kind of galvanised a lot of public support last year, um, her, which I think had a lot to do with like the fact Kevin, her dance partner, was very popular. But no, she was fucking out dancing that final by Ashley Roberts of the Pussycat Doll fame. Loosen up my buttons, babe. And by um, Faye from Steps. Oh. So much trivia. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we have Lorraine Kelly and the actress who plays her, who's also called Lorraine Kelly. And um, we actually have impressions of them right here. Uh, we've been kindly given uh, some amazing impressions of Stacey and Lorraine, and here they are. So enjoy. Hi, United Queendom podcast. It's Stacey Dooley, MBE here. I've been to drug dens in Albania. I've followed ISIS down Luton High Street. But I've got to say, I ain't been nowhere near as filthy as that drag race studio. It fucking stinks. I can't believe those queens live like this. Of course, I've never heard of the show when Paul rang me up begging me to be on it. And I weren't best pleased about being sat next to Lorraine Smelly either. 
But in the end, I thought I was absolutely hilarious and I've definitely got a good chance of winning the glitter ball. Oh, and I love the impression of Bill Oddie by that Chinese fella. But I don't think the Julia Roberts one was very spot on. She's not French, love. United Queendom. Hello, it's Lorraine Kelly here. Just saying that uh, I'm going to be featuring as a judge on Drag Race UK. Isn't that brilliant? I know, it's great. So, I've always loved drag queens. I, I just think they're brilliant. They've always got such fantastic legs, yeah. I mean, my legs are just like a pair of uncooked baguettes, you know, so to see a nice pair of beautiful, muscular, firm legs is brilliant. And um, of course, they can sing a bit too. And uh, they're so funny, witty, and um, that's brilliant. I just can't wait. And we have to give a shout out for the impersonators of Lorraine and Stacey. Uh, Zoe Pepperman, who you can find on Instagram, that's Z-O-P-E-P-P-E-R-M-A-N. And Benji Potter, whose podcast with his grandma, which is currently titled The Generation Gap, is coming soon and will be promoting on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, it's um, Ed from the future. Um, I'm here to just let you know that we, Charlie and I... um, rabbited on so much about the Snatch Game episode because we loved it so much that we had to split it into two parts. So this is the end of part one and please click over to part two for more of the same. Enjoy!